Captain's Log, Episode 77. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers Podcast is sponsored by the Beer and Cheese Collective, located at 35-11 Dittmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Enjoy their eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at the Beer and Cheese Collective. The Beer Avengers is an unscripted podcast, except for this part. Every week I try and write something clever, slightly informative, but uh, I'm not doing that this week, not writing anything in support of our striking brothers and sisters in the Writers Guild of America. Uh, And that's what I'm going to do. This is a little halting here. I don't have anything written down to say, and uh, that's what it's going to be until the strike is over, I think. Um, And so uh, if you see... uh, if you see someone on a picket line, or if you have a friend or a loved one, or friend and or a loved one, uh, who's 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 not doing too well because of all the situation, just uh, buy him a beer, and uh, hopefully soon I'll be writing something here again. Remember to like, star, and subscribe whenever that feels appropriate, and send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 77, Crushing the Segways. With a beer, 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 beer ventures, beer, 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 beer ventures, beer, 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 beer ventures. With a beer ventures, with a beer, 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 beer ventures, beer, 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 beer ventures, beer, 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 beer ventures. With a beer ventures. Welcome to the BeerCast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brownstout. And coming to you from the city of Fresno, California, in an undisclosed location, this is the Pale Male, Hophead Huck. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder. And we are... The Beer Avengers. That was a top yeah. five. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Top five uh, out of seventy-seven. Yeah, it's seventy-seven. This is episode seventy-seven. Oh well, welcome. Can you believe we've been doing there. this this that long? Seventy-seven episodes, gentlemen. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I can, uh, but I'm excited about it. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, it feels like just yesterday and also a million years ago that we started doing this at the height of the terrible times. Yes, yes. And we all know how that fucked our brains uh, as oh, far as time-wise. So, uh, so, but anyway, we're very glad to be back and we're glad that you're back listening again, Beer Avengers out there in the world. Uh, we haven't uh, gotten together this for, for a little while. Uh, how are you guys doing? Feeling fine. Thank you, Captain. And uh, how are you? Yes. I'm doing well. It's, uh, you know, this uh, this weird uh, sort of lurching into spring and in and out of it with temperature changes has been working havoc on my immune system. Uh, oh. But, uh, oh, no, I'm not, not you know, basically just cold that I can't shake, but that's really oh. annoying. You know, it's like start, starting out with a sore throat and then leading into a cough, uh, which I'm still, there's a lingering part of it. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, you know, don't worry. I'm not on desk door or anything. It's just, uh, just annoying. You know, the way I like a cold that won't go away is annoying. Mm-hmm. I think I might know a way that we could uh, possibly bring you some relief. Uh, you know, there is relief uh, potentially in your finger, at your fingertips, just, oh, just I- moments, just moments away from you. Are, are you suggesting that it's time for the pores? <laughs> we can't even have a conversation without like, here, we, uh, I have a cold beer it, here. It, isn't that the whole point of this show? Really? I have uh, been waiting. I've, we... I've, I've, I've abstained from drinking for the past two days. So what? I mean, can, go. good for you. Like you know, live your live your best moist life. But also, that's a, like that's a wild ride of a forty eight hours there. Well, actually, I did drink on th- Tuesday. I shouldn't say that. Okay, Huck, don't lie to us. It's been a full day. It's been a full. Well, <laughs> almost, Huck, Huck, almost forty eight hours. Huck, since since you've been suffering so long without a beer, I, I don't know, Captain, I I hate to be the arbiter of taste in this moment, but I do feel like it's only appropriate that Huck go first. I think it's absolutely appropriate and really is the only polite thing to do. It's so true. 
Thanks, gentlemen. I got a really interesting beer here. Uh, this is from Central Coast Brewing. Oh, fun. And it's called Catch 23. Oh, how fun. And as you can see, it's got Catcher in the Rye. If uh-huh. you guys know the book Very from nice. school. This is yeah. an excessively hopped, high-gravity ale brewed Ooh. with rye and roasted malts. Bless it. Okay, I did look up what this is, but you can, uh, style-wise, it's made with rye. Um, but you can take a look at it and see what we got going here. Are we ready? Here we go. I'm ready to go. Oh, Ooh, it's dark. Oh, yeah, nice and rich. There's those roasted oh, malts wow. there. Yeah, you can Very see it. Good. head there. Yep, nice and tight too. So it's probably gonna stick around for a second. Look at Very that! Yeah. I I loved the book Catch Twenty Two when I read it in high school. I don't know if you all like remember a little that later one, in life, but, but I read it in yeah. my mid twenties and uh, yeah. yeah, found it very very appealing. It's a Never good read. one. Okay, well, hey, look, it it's is. all about socialism. I had a strange argument with someone about it one time, but we'll get to that after we all have full glasses. Okay. That's very true. That's very true. Uh, well, well, Captain. Well, yeah. You think it's my turn? I, I think so. Or I'm feeling very polite. No, I'm feeling very giving this evening. All right. Beer Fair enough. Working I will, up to something here. So let's I will take Captain's it. Got. This is really an incredibly uh, unique beer I have, which just happens oh, to wow. be a uh, sponsored core. That's right. It's a sponsored oh pour from our uh, sponsor, the Beer and Cheese Collective, 35-11 Dip Mars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. This is a really unique one that I, ever since uh, the provider handed it to me a couple days ago, I've been dying to get my lips around it. Uh, it is uh, a, a brewery primarily known for sours, uh, Jester King out of Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. But this is their Ooh. Black Metal Imperial Stout. Oh, sweet. Oh, like cool. Like, see that can art? It's kind of like a Kiss Army kind of thing there. Yeah. Uh, that's let's see that, what we that's got here. a real winner. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh my. A little crack there. But let's see what we got. I'm expecting darkness. Oh, Ooh, oh always. And getting all the darkness you ever wanted oh, yeah. there, Huck. My goodness. To be sure. There we are. Beautiful oh, wow. cinnamon head there, little cocoa nibs. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, that's there. absolutely there beautiful. Oh wow, is, is this our Looking first Jester King? Very nice. It might be. Yeah, we might don't be. have a lot of Texas beers on there. Tejas. Okay, B Dubs, what's up? Oh my gosh. Well, I know everyone's going to be utterly shocked. Interestingly, I'm kind of carrying forward the literary theme that we sort of are starting this evening um, okay. with my sponsored pour. Yep, I have a sponsored pour. Uh, and it is from Marlowe Artisanal Ale. So Marlowe Literary. I don't oh, know. Yeah, sure. I'm tr- I got you. I, I'm trying. Yes, thank you. I'm trying for something here tonight. Uh, this Marlo. is. A, yeah, um, uh, uh, the art by Cat uh, Manning. So Kit Cat. Oh, here we go. Um, the beer is by Zach Ross. They give you all the information down at the bottom, uh, and it was brewed and canned at Marlowe Artisanal Ales in North Haven, Connecticut. So the lovely New England. This is their, despite all odds, um, which is their uh, annual anniversary beer. It is just a casual double IPA brewed with a, the favorite malts, hops, and yeasts brewed once a year to commemorate the anniversary. So um, let's see how this one, this year's varietal is. Okay, got the glass. Fine, fine crack for some fine crack. Oh, pretty. Yes, she's she's a she's a hazy one. I got sure some is. juiciness going here. Mm-hmm. That looks great. Bright orange, sort of a, yeah. almost like a grapefruit mixed with orange juice. Yes. And is... we call it. Oh, a nice pour too. I like the slow pour rising yeah. to the top of the. I know it's a is is a pretty one there. I do also want to mention that the can art has a yellow rubber ducky on a wave. Okay. And honestly, yeah. the duck is basically the same color as the beer. The beer. So. So beautiful. I was gonna say when I saw the can, I thought maybe it was a stout because it's so dark. But hey, let's uh let's have a drink. Indeed. Cheers, Cheers Avengers. Cheers, Avengers. Ooh. Ooh. I just did the thing I always tell people not to do, which is get your nose in the beer. I did an absolute dip on this one and it was not good. That happens. Wow. Oh yeah, that's really nice. Ooh. Ooh, I know why they put all their favorites in this one. Wow. 
was getting some like like roasted figs. Holy moly. There's a fruit vibe to it. Like a dark fruit. Got nice now this lacing w- on there. That's good. Now you said this was a heavily hopped ale with rye, yes? yes That's what they're I calling this one? That, 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 when I looked it up online, it's a black IPA. Okay. But it's unique. It's not like other black IPAs I've had before where you get a lot of chocolatey, almost porterish uh, vibe to it. You definitely get the hops. I'm getting the rye too, but I don't want to comment right away because I, this needs this needs some time to to process. I will say that the cat the even though it's catch twenty three, a reference to catch twenty two, the mm-hmm. art is a reference to catch, catch with rye. rye. No, because absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that it's makes perfect sense. I think it would almost be a copyright here. It's like almost exactly like the book cover. Yeah, that was the that was the original book cover, right? Because when I was a kid, mm-hmm. the one I found, it was just almost like just it was just a monochromatic. Uh, color yes, to the book, it was like a f- flat red. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. but now, now this, the, uh, the kids these days ahead. they got more lines. They got more lines going on. They got to have a little yeah. bit more intrigue, you know. Anyway, I'm sorry, uh, Huck. Tell us about this beer. Well, yeah, this is Central Coast Brewing out of San San Luis Obispo, not San Luis. No. Oh. Um, San Luis Obispo down by down the coast, not far from here, central coast. Um, and uh, I had their, I don't know if you remember this, I had a peanut butter stout from them. And I didn't have it on the show, but I had it in life. And I wasn't, you know, I love peanut butter stouts. And I was like, oh, I'm not happy. So I haven't gone back to central coast uh, since that beer until now. And uh, I figured I got to give another chance can't judge them on one beer. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, it's pretty weird. Yeah, and Weird, not in a good. bad way. Like I'm enjoying oh, yeah, okay. the flavors, but it's like unexpected. So give me give me some time over here okay. to work it out. If somebody wants to talk about their beer, well, well it's, uh, I, I, go ahead, go yeah. ahead. Well, I'm sure I'll take it. Um, so the, despite all odds, excellent, beautiful beer. I do want to give some love to our friends at Marlow Ales, though, because um, you know, when I initially went to go and do a little bit more research on this beer, it d- did indicate that their Nyack location. Um, is permanently closed. And I did some more digging and that happened on April 8th for uh, due to circumstances beyond their control. They are continuing to do production brewing um, uh, with 12% a beer project um, that they have always done. uh, And they're kind of going to working on beginning their next chapter. But you know, when there's a big upheaval in any small brewery, especially one that's been around for roughly a year, uh, maybe, maybe, two years you know marlo's still fairly new um this is yeah yeah, this is uh this can be a really kind of challenging time so you know we want to send you guys a little bit of extra love from the beer avengers family and if you see a marlo beer out there make sure that you snap it up to help make sure that they're able to stay forward and honestly if you can still find it despite all odds i would get it because uh not only is it eight percent but it is every bit of juicy fruitiness and orange juice you ever wanted there's like a little bit of pininess but there's almost no bitterness i get a bit of a hop zing at the very very end it's sweet but it's not overpoweringly sweet and i'm already feeling the effects of it so it's a delightful double ipa um and you know i i especially at a time when a brewery might be kind of reshifting its existence um uh, always okay. great to grab an extra four to sixer and throw it in the fridge um yeah and you know yeah, feel good about that it. certainly sounds like my uh, preferred type of uh, ipa Old I, like, I like the mm-hmm. double hazies mm-hmm it's bold. There's a lot happening here. Super smooth. A little bit of zip, which I always like. Not super resiny, but I'm definitely getting some of that pine. And not overpoweringly sweet. Like, it is a beer that I don't want to chug. I'm really enjoying the sip of it because it's a complex experience. And also, you know, it's it's not like it it, it feels like it it's like each mouthful is feels like it's a, a substantial amount of beer. So well, with Lovely. this uh, with this one, I'm getting uh, with the with the black metal imperial stout, uh, which by the yeah. way is a nine point three percent ABV. Uh, mm. It's uh, it's nice. It's got a sort of a sort of a, a rich chocolatey flavor to it. Um, it's uh, it's 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 not too heavy body. Uh, it's, okay. I mean, it's got it's got it is definitely uh, I would say more of a medium plus than a true okay. heavy. Uh, something you usually see more in the for an export stout than uh, imperial stout, but uh, this is it's just really quite delicious. And I'm uh, I think there's some other things going on here, and I will I will try and weigh in as I if I t- try to discover that if I remember to. 
but uh, really, uh, really nice beer. Mm-hmm. I was just looking. That Central Coast is pretty OG. They just put out their 25th anniversary beer. So they've been around a while. Put, oh, where's my light gone? Uh, so they've been around a while. And, uh, you know, I don't know about them because I haven't really been in the Central Coast too long. But it has a, it says it's supposed to combine these dark uh, roasted malt flavors with that excessive hoppy pininess. But I think the maltiness is winning the battle, which often happens in black IPAs. The roasted mm. malt flavor is, is the, the dominant flavor. Give me some dark fruit vibes, a slight tartness actually on the finish. And like, it's got a bitterness so that maybe that's the, the, the hoppiness, but I don't get a lot mm. of the hop flavor. But I gotta say, I do like it. I do like it. It's very unique for a black IPA. Uh, okay. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Can I tell, say yes can to I the tell my catch? Can I tell my catch 22 story now? <laughs> yes, please tell us. So, th- so this was uh, probably back around 1995. Uh, I have pinpointed <laughs> because I know that I was working at Universal Studios Florida, and oh, uh, you know, we have, uh, yeah, we have little uh, long breaks in between our shows, depending on how it is. So I always have a book with me there in our break trailer, and I was reading Catch Twenty Two, uh, first time I'd ever read it. Haven't read it since, so the only time I've read it. But I was reading it, and uh, I was talking to one of my coworkers. Uh, it became pretty clear that he didn't realize uh, that this is where that expression came from. Mm. And so oh, I told him, I said, I said, oh yeah, no, well, you know, this is the, this is the book that invented that phrase. That's where it came from. He said, nah, nah, it's always been around. I said, well, where, 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 do you, where do you, where do you think it came from? He said, uh, I know, just evolved. <laughs> well, well, right. what do you, what do you think it evolved from? And he couldn't give me an answer, but clearly he was, he was sure that catch 22 existed before the book catch 22 existed <laughs> and uh and there was no you know you can't reason with idiots that's what it really comes down to oh yeah well, it's like it's like watergate like anything that's a gate it's like, oh yeah it goes back to watergate it's like no no i think it's i think it's before that i think yeah I think it's, yeah gates the gate thing's always been around like no i'll start it with watergate <laughs> it's Obviously. citizen kane Citizen Kane. Yes, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Kids in the Hall uh, reference. Kids yes. in the Hall, great documentary uh, recently on. Uh, oh, you just watched it? On uh, Prime. Yeah, I did re- watch it recently. Yes. Very yeah, because they re- they released that at the same time they released the new episodes. Yes, I, I, I finished watching those first, then we watched the documentary. Excellent. It yeah. was so fun to watch and just so fun to relive uh, what those guys had done and the, uh, how what an impact they had on comedy. And I love the kids in the hall. And, and, and beer wonder if, uh, if, if, if we're, this is going over your head for the time being, actually this documentary would be the perfect entry level for you to understand what we're talking about. That's yeah. Fair. See, I kids, people always talked about kids in the hall when I was a kid in the hall. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I, I they, they, I'm actually one of my high school teachers, the one who made me, made me gave me the opportunity to read catch 22 used to show it in class. Oh, okay. um, and I, but it was her, her cinema studies class and I never took that one. So she would make all these references to it. And I was, I was just like, I, I have no clue what's going on. I'll go read catch 22 and Hamlet and all the other stuff we were reading. But, but so you anyway, did read that, catch 22 after that. Oh, I read catch 22 in high school and loved it. Um, oh, we also did, go. um, slaughterhouse five, like, which we did those back to back. And that is a solid combo of like, yeah. you know, fuck capitalism. Like the world is terrible. Uh, you know, do to, uh, one, two punch. You really, really. Bad. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. Uh, the, I didn't really quite realize until I reread dur- during the lockdown period, slaughterhouse mm-hmm. five is one of the books I revisited, uh, over that period. And then I got into like, just, devouring a bunch of Vonnegut that I hadn't read in years. Yeah. And, mm. and it just it really reinforced in me how much of my worldview was sort of uh, informed by Vonnegut's. Uh, it's just mostly the anti-war stuff, but other stuff yeah. as well. But the anti-war stuff, he just does such a wonderful job of talking about how war, even if we think of it as a just war, how absurd the whole prospect is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, I, and I mean, similarly, when I watched the Kids of the Hall documentary, it reminded me of like, so you will never experience, you, you should watch it, Beer Wonder. But yes. I realized at the time how much of it reinforced and supported the worldview I was developing 
when I watched Kids in the Hall. It's like one of those things where I, I believe certain things about certain things. And when I watched that at that time, it just, this show is here for me. And so, yeah. <laughs> Love it. And have we, uh, did I sleep through it or have we heard anything about the, uh, uh, the Jester King beer? Well, I did mention that it's chocolatey. Uh, let me mm-hmm. just, and I said it's uh, it's medium bodied or medium plus is what I said. Thanks for coming back to that because uh, yeah. I think I must've been looking something and, up. And then if anyone is I listening understand. and heard, didn't hear me say it the first time, now you don't have to rewind. There you go. That's <laughs> and that's great. And uh, Jester King is one of those, those, I want to say hype brewery, but they're, they're definitely like nationally, they're considered one of those elite breweries where their beers are quite sought after around the country. Yeah. Um, especially like you said, they make these big sours. They usually put them in, in, in those five in like 750 milliliter, milliliter bottles. And, and they have great can art, like the, the art they have that you have on your can. They do that a lot of that. Good. Very like Gothic uh, monster mm-hmm. uh, kind of art. So, uh, very cool. I'm glad we got them on the show. Yeah, well, yeah. this is a growing craft beer place. It's growing yeah. fast now. I guess they had some rules in place that made it harder for breweries to get started uh, when the craft beer scene was happening in California and Massachusetts and New York, all all over the country. So you're and saying Texas, Texas was, was a little behind the rest of the country on? Yeah, on, yeah. What What are the odds? <laughs> Shocking. No. Shocking. Oh, no. I know. I know. It's so sad because there's so many fine, fine, beautiful people in the state of Texas. You know? Well, and especially, like... I mean, yes, and I, and many of them are my relatives uh, and some of them who aren't are as well. But no, but we weren't. We were, I, I know I, they're all fine people. Some are, no, I'm not going to rank them. Uh, so easy to want to say to write off these states, like F those yeah. states. And it's like, well, they're filled with good people that are suffering from these, yeah, these that laws is they're trying to pass. So. Yeah, I mean, and Austin oh, especially. Austin, Austin is the one who mm-hmm. regularly gets screwed by all of this because yep. they are definitely the the liberal outpost in Texas. And, and ironically, so, that's where all the laws are being made. <laughs> and it's yep. so jerry, but but also the state of Texas is so gerrymandered that no one in Austin has a voice. Amazing. Have, no one, no one really represents Austin because they're carved up and attached onto more conservative districts. Oh but my e- lord! But heaven. even in addition, addition to Austin, I'm, I'm amazed at how many of the uh, of the other cities, uh, like anywhere else, the cities are always a little bit more progressive. Which is why, well, yeah, we're in a fucked up, upside down world now, where like Ohio and Florida are getting like firmly, deeply red. They're no longer swing states, right? And Texas is almost getting a little purpley. Yeah, Texas yeah. and Georgia moving the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like the city of Houston is the fifth, it's the fifth largest city in the country. And it's, it actually became bigger after uh, hurricane Katrina when so many people moved there. And mm, so, okay. um, you know, it's, it's an urban place and it's a, it's very, uh, I want to say liberal, but you know, it has a lot of uh, uh, minorities live there and, and people that don't want to be oppressed. No, they <laughs> yeah. Don't the rights taken away, but and and a really great beer scene. I actually uh, hosted the uh, Brews Less Traveled episode uh, month in Houston uh, in oh, December I didn't of twenty. That. Oh, the, well, the first year it was it was going on. Uh, so one of the, one of like like I think the month after I, I, don't, I can't remember when you guys hosted in uh, November. I think I did and San I, Antonio. Uh, uh, yeah, you yeah, okay, did so San Antonio, and probably found some similar things there. I mean, San Antonio is pretty yeah. close to Austin as well. Uh, but with all the people we were interviewing and all the stories I was hearing about, it was like wow. Houston sounds like a pretty cool place. Yeah. And I had the same experience when I did the Knoxville episode Mm -hmm. back in the, in the, uh, in the uh, uh, hazy lady days. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, I want to go there. (laughs) And I was like, I want to go to Knoxville. It sounds like a great town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So many breweries and great restaurants and like things to do. And I'm like, wow, it sounds like a great place to live. And then you get all this BS that's happening in, in in Tennessee as well. So yeah, I lived in Memphis for a year. Speaking of, if if I recall, sorry, I, I this is not uh, we're, we're talking about the old times, but there are some current uh, updates with the Bruce Less Traveled, formerly potentially Bruce Less Traveled podcast. Yes, which that is all true. of you have also been on. Do you want to fill us in, Captain? Sure. Yeah, I'll tell you about that. Uh, it is now called the City Brew Tours Beer Club. Uh, mm-hmm. It's funny because I I, uh, I was thinking about how. The original name for the city, it was Bruce Less Traveled, and it was sort of pushed as like, oh, these are cities you don't really think of as beer cities. But the truth right. of the matter is, 
it's called brews less traveled. So it's more about, you know, you can go to a city that's, that's well-traveled, but beers that don't travel very far outside of it. But, uh, but they, they sort of switch, shifted it also to sort of bring in the brand name of city brew tours into it. But now I think okay. also, hopefully maybe we'll get a, a New York episode of, of finally your club because, because I think they can still, you know, focus on, on beers. Like for instance, the one that we're doing right now, uh, that I'm I'm hosting for the month. We just did the recorded the hundredth episode the other night, uh, and for the this month it's Grand Rapids, Michigan, and there's hmm. a, in fact, slightly spoiler alert to I don't know every everyone who's who got in the boxes knows this already. There is a beer there that has been featured on the on the uh, our our podcast back in episode oh. nine. Uh, wow. the first if you if you might remember it's the first non stout beer I ever had on the show. Uh, Terrifying, and it, is, and it is known as the uh, as the big red cock. Yes, <laughs> yes. I do recall now that. I, I do I recall, recall that. <laughs> that was a, that was a, that that one that one gave us some good joy for that episode, if I recall. Out of Grand Rapids, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, since uh, they're not as embracing of their explicit rating uh, as we are, I don't know how often I'll be able to actually say the name of that beer on that podcast, <laughs> but well. we'll see. Uh, it reminds me, do you, you know what? A, a few months back, I saw Eugene Levy on Stephen Colbert, and mm. they've decided that he can say Shit's Creek as often as they want to, but every time he says it, they have to flash the logo on the screen. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Just to be very clear, this is the word he's saying. This is the word he's saying. Censors are funny. It's a dark day here in, in the Frez. Uh, yeah, why is it so dark? I don't know. It's just overcast today. You look like you're disappearing into a cloud. Well, well. I know. Speaking of dark times, though, in the entertainment industry, I do want Oof. to just just send some beer ventures love out there to all of our striking Writers Guild of America writers on TV shows, um, because. I know because so um, my sister works as not a writer, but in another role, a uh, creative role on one of the well-loved uh, late night talk shows. She's a um, boss. She is a boss. Uh, we're gonna, yeah. I'm just going to straight up call her a boss bitch because that is exactly, she makes it happen. And I am so proud of you uh, and have been proud of you for the whole time you've been there. But of course, no production is happening right now because the writers are on strike. Uh, right. And right. as people who come out of the entertainment industry, of course, we are highly in support of creative people being paid a more a living wage, if not more, uh, to do the kind of creative work they are. But really, if I've heard anything from the front lines, it's that they all really need a drink, y'all. Like, they all really need a drink. You don't want to mention the, the show that uh, she's she's on? No, I'm supposed to keep it a little under wraps. Um, but okay, I'll just wow. say now's a, now's a really exciting I time know. to be watching. I know what it yeah, is. I know. I know. Now's a really exciting time to be watching because you never quite know what you're going to get. Well, except now it's not a very exciting time to there's be watching to watch. since there's nothing to watch. That's uh, true. You can watch the reruns. Yeah. And let's remember this is the, the writers, but also everyone else who works on those shows, whether exactly. they're yeah. uh, costume, they're wardrobe people, working, whether they're yeah. camera people, uh, directors, you know, uh, whole, whole, PAs. whole ecosystem there. Yeah. And so yeah. if you know anyone who's affected by that, uh, you know, uh, put put something on social media about it. And it's, uh, go it's, hang out on the Pickalite with them, and if you're around them, buy them a beer. And it's wild because they're they're not even the they're not even negotiating with them. They yeah, say it's anything. and it's a drop in the bucket yeah. to mm-hmm. the amount of money these companies make, and it just goes along with everything else that's happening in the country. That these, you know, I want to say the one percent. It's the point oh oh. One percent. That's just like no. We're just gonna keep it all. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. I was reading that one of the writers on the Bear. Did you hear about this? The mm. guy. Sure, I read that um, article. Yeah. He, he, well, he's on. He had to go on assistance. He's like, I have. Oh, he went to the Writers Guild and said my bank account is negative. Yeah. And uh, so with streaming services, they're not paying the people what they would have normally in the olden days when it was only TV residuals. I mean, it's a lot to explain if you're not uh, uh, in the biz, as it were. But essentially, yeah. writers are not making – they're not being compensated uh, properly for the work that they've done. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, there's a lot of great articles about it out there. So take a look at that. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I read. I read the same article you did about the guy who worked on The Bear. First of all, it's like the, now, that, now that they decided writers' rooms can be in Zoom, 
they haven't gone back yeah. to actually being writers' rooms without hanging out together. Uh, so this guy, his entire uh, process of working on the show was in a Zoom room, and right. uh, but he still he got to go to the home, Emmys. Right. Uh, but that's what we were saying. He went to the Emmys with a negative bank account and a rented bow tie, and a rented bow tie, yeah. and received an yeah. Emmy. Yeah, they won an Emmy. Yeah, which is wild. Which is I, and and the, this mini room situation that they put together, where writers' rooms are staying together for like I don't know, it's like these tiny little you're not getting any sort of longevity if you are a person who's coming up in the industry you're not understanding how the production process works because you're just being treated like a gig worker you know for for a time you could mm-hmm. actually build a career as a writer um and you could build a career in the arts as a writer if you were fortunate yeah. enough to be able to progress in that way and the fact that we have reduced our entertainment industry to a gig economy is just mm. is just i mean it means it ultimately while may in the short term provide some profits to these folks, ultimately the longevity of this industry is going to fall apart because we're not in a circumstance where any where, where people have the opportunity to have longevity bits of careers and 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 people are going to sort of spill out of this industry because they're going to realize there's no way to actually be success, be able to make a living doing this kind of work. And, I, and I everything will be written people... by Chat GPT. GPT. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, let's we'll see how far that could take us. But uh, I know a lot of people because of my I used to do the comedy scene in New York. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those those people I used to work with went on to become writers. A lot of people from Conan and and mm-hmm. uh, the Daily Show and other shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew a lot of the writers and and people that even currently write for these shows. They they especially like I, the guys I know for Conan, they were treated very well and they got they made mm-hmm. good livings for the whole time they're doing it. Conan's over now, so yeah. uh, they're out there. They're out there yeah. on the line, the picket line, because they know mm-hmm. they want the future to be uh, what they had. Yeah. You know, right. we're being properly compensated where, you know, in this, and especially with like everything's online, everything's, it's all in the, it's, it's, we used to call it the, the wild west online. And, you know, it's the same thing with actors, you know, that uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's probably be an actor strike sometime in the future. I, sure. I would well, figure because it's the same sort of vibe. Like, yeah, well, we averted being properly compensated. We averted the road with Actors' Equity. They were able to get a contract for the touring productions. But my current favorite thing on social media is that uh, as Actors' Equity is continuing to support the Writers Guild, as they should, they're having a I am a blank and I support the Writers Guild of America. And since we do have some fun new additions to the Actors' Equity Guild, one of you can be an actor, you can be a stage manager, you can be an actress, you can be all those things. And the, my current favorite one out there that's floating around is that I am a stripper and I support the Writers Guild because there is a... Actors Equity Union Strip Club, I believe in, uh, I think it's in Vegas, um, and they are members of the Actors uh, Actors Union. So, I know that? Yeah, I mean, here we we also brought in people who talk about My the stars. Card to Vegas, baby. Well, there you go. The people who talk about the stars do the lectures in some uh, in a planetarium somewhere are also now members of the Actors Union. So, like, you could be it, yeah. but 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 honestly, like strippers for the Writers Guild, like. Get it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's make this happen. Yeah, I've uh, right I've, on. Uh, I've been pretty busy this week, but I, I am a member of SAG-AFTRA, and mm-hmm. we're doing a lot of uh, supporting of the strikers out there. And I've been noticing, uh, I've been getting emails regularly this week about where uh, their uh, pro- where the demonstrations are happening. I haven't been able to attend any yet, but uh, you might see me on a picket line sometime soon, uh, supporting them. Right. I'm forward to right on. Unless, unless the start strike ends tomorrow, and I won't get a chance to, but. Uh, I don't see that in our immediate future, especially if, as uh, Huck said, they are uh, they're not negotiating, which yeah. fucking sucks. Uh, we have a lot. I got to resolve do- it. This is not the end of our uh, non apolitical uh, content that we that we <laughs> like to have on here. But before we get into more of that, I uh, I do want to hear a little more. I know Huck, uh, you've been traveling yes. lately, and you've yes. been getting some non California beers. I want to hear a little bit about that. Uh, I was actually went to Cape Cod uh, in Massachusetts. You know, I live in California uh, for my father's 80th birthday. Wow. Well done. And uh, yeah, he's now he's out of control. He's like, I'm 80. I'm going to do whatever the <laughs> hell I want now. <laughs> oh, he waited that long to do whatever the hell he wants? To? Oh, yeah. No, he was already doing it. But he's like, I think it's more like he's going to say whatever he wants now. So mm-hmm. uh, that could be dangerous. He's he's a Dukakis uh, Republican uh, Democrat. <laughs> oh, Dukakis, Dukakis I, was the first one I voted for. Dukakis oh boy, Republican. That's a complicated situation right there. If we're talking about what the Republican Party is turned no, into, he's, but okay. he's, he's a he's a, <laughs> a red blooded uh, 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 
Massachusetts Democrat. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's funny. I actually didn't, uh, vote in that election, you know, as a young person, like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm about the same age as the captain. And, and mm-hmm. that was my first, that would have, would have been my first chance to vote. But instead I drove my friend Jay to the polls so he could vote oh. for, uh, George Bush. All right. Well, in mm. Massachusetts, it didn't really count. Well, so we all make cares. choices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think his vote was canceled out quickly. He was my friend. He wanted to vote. I gave him a ride. I think I was. I was very excited about joint, voting, for, you know. voting for the president the first time. And I had to. Do, I had to do it absentee because I was. Uh, I was living in Alabama at the time. Oh, hello. I okay. Alabama. Was, I, this guy's in Alabama. He's in Florida. What a life. I got in, in Tennessee. It was Memphis? Memphis for a year. It was my it was my first thing away from home. I got a job working at a children's theater in Mobile, Alabama. All uh, right. And it started in the fall, so actually I had to have my parents mail me the absentee ballot so I could vote because I was really excited to vote for president for the first time ever. Oh, cool! Well, wonderful, wonderful. Well, I did go to Massachusetts, and uh, my uh, brother-in-law, as we collectively know him, the brother-in-law. Yes, the brother-in-law. Uh, he had now we have Treehouse Brewing, which is you know the original. New we'll just call him idea, Bill. <laughs> brother in Bill law. W. Yeah, no B I L. Uh, brother-in-law Bill. Uh, yeah. Bill B I L. It's not bad, <laughs> Mister Bill. Uh, so I went to his house on oh Friday, and, and uh, we had uh, he had a nice supply there. Uh, we had nice. one uh, beer called the. They have a series of they're the treat series. So they have a, like a lollipop on the can and they make different. This was called the super treat. So it was a new England IPA. I mean, super like orange, you know, uh, much like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like what I'm drinking. It was today. like, I actually got a maple syrup vibe from, I mean, it was like wild, like hmm. the flavors they, they managed to take out of these hops, you know, they don't add sugar and stuff. It's just like, they just, to make this magic happen although they are pretty secretive about it but this beer i had was called oh nomadism now the oh. nomad is a black lager they make right okay schwartz beer okay schwartz and beer. so this schwartz beer. Schwartz beer. Yes. And, schwartz and beer. this nomadism was a, a they call it czech dark lager and uh the tamav pivo uh mm. in czech uh but this was made with uh uh uh, hand selected and roasted treehouse coffee, and mm. uh, I, I, I mean, a, a Czech dark lager with coffee, and it was like as coffee as I like it. You know me, I like my coffee, coffeeish. And you do. It was just, oh, just a lovely beer. So shout out to Nomadism. I mean, they're really known for their for their uh, IPAs. You know, that's that's their thing. Treehouse people come from all over the country. They want to have that treehouse. Hazy IPA, but I tell you what, don't sleep on these loggers. And I had also a smoked Baltic porter. Ooh. Ooh. It was called Ooh. Comfy Cozy. Mm. And I mean, it's, uh, let me just read you this. We share this beer with you in a tremendous amount of pride, typically brewed in autumn and left to condition naturally for several months in Ooh. our horizontal stainless uh, uh, tank stainless steel comfy cozy emerges with an overwhelmingly smooth disposition carrying flavors of molten chocolate caramel toffee rich dark fruit and light coffee with a pleasant and pervasive smoky character i mean mm. it lived up to that 9.2 percent too and i drank it quick it was like smooth wow oh just like so i mean shout out to treehouse they, they yeah really are you know Hype, they're the hypest of hype breweries. You know, you have other half, uh, Trillium, Bissell Brothers, Jester King, you know, all these hype breweries. Treehouse, they're great and they make great stouts and they make great loggers. I mean, they mm. are very good with the loggers. So I'm, I'm glad we have them on the Cape. They don't brew on the Cape, but they have the Treehouse sandwich and they have, and that's the other thing about them the selection. They have like, if you go to buy some cans, they have like 35 different beers and cans. And something about treehouse that people might not know is that they, uh, they don't, you don't find them in bars. Yeah. You don't find them in store. They're not in stores and they've stuck to that. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like annoying. Not, not even, yeah. not even in that area. Like, you, no. even in, no, wow. 
if you go to like a sandwich, uh, and the town of Sandwich is yes, it's called Sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the name for the Earl of Sandwich. Uh, if you go to any like they have some great craft beer bars in Sandwich, no Treehouse, hmm. you won't find it, and just because that's what they do. Uh, and uh, I guess more power to them for sticking to that. But and they've made an empire now because they have like six different places now where you can get treehouse in Massachusetts is one in Connecticut now too. So, um, you know, good on them. They waited a long time to build themselves up to that point and they're still killing it. So I, I gotta, I gotta really give them their props. I want to go to there. Yeah. Well, road trip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, like I said, there's one in Connecticut now. So yeah, I mean, it's not, not that hard to get to the city. And Charlton, the original home of treehouse is, in central mass south of Worcester. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, fairly accessible, uh, from the city, I'd say three, three hours to a tree house yeah. without traffic. I bet you, I bet you could get on a bus or, or uh, uh, not a bus, uh, uh, yeah. But I, 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 if you, if you follow our beer vengers Instagram, I did some stories mm-hmm. the other day because we went to a bar yep. to actually see a, a lovely band shout out to the, uh, the band Heyday. They really, uh, uh, great if you're down the cape and i put up pictures of the beers i had and i put this one with a clown shoes uh can't uh, bo- uh, uh, uh glass but it was actually a allagash white <laughs> not a good pour, not a good pour either not uh, what's wrong with the lines not the nice Allag- shout out shout out to allagash but the particular yeah, bar i was not pleased happens. and then uh this one is the uh it's a fiddlehead glass but it was uh uh uh, Wormtown out of Worcester, Wormtown uh, Bee Hoppy, which is a very nice West Coast style IPA. Um, and my sister, <laughs> you know, uh, Irish Red, she, yes, uh, we like her. I ordered the Allegash White and then I, then I ordered a Stella because <laughs> I, you know, I like to drink lagers. <laughs> and she's like, she got the Bee Hoppy. She's like, it's not my first time here. <laughs> like she knew what to order. <laughs> so I got the Stella. I got the Stella and I was like, nope. No, it was sour. Oh God! You know how it can was you screw bad. up Stella? How can you screw up a it Stella? Is it just the lions were that I bad? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she said like I talked to my nephew who actually works at that place in the summertime. He said, "Yeah, not a lot of people order that." And I was like, "Ah, okay, so maybe that's what it is. These kegs sit there too long. I don't know. It was off the off season too, because the oh, cape sure. is all all about the summertime." Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I returned it. I returned it. Good for you. But it did. It came in a proper glass, but I was like, no, I'm not drinking that. And they gave me the bee hoppy, which was fine. Uh, good beer. Speaking of beer, I got another one, but. Uh, what? I. Yeah, sure. What do you got? Do it. Yeah, I, do it. While I have the floor, I have the talking stick. Uh, this yes. is called Free Kit. Free Kit. What? A, free It's a lager. Free Kittens. Free kittens. Berryessa Brewing out of Winters, California. The Winters. Called Winters. Winters. winters, winters, no, no H. It's just no, no H. Regular oh. winters. Oh, okay. And you see, it's a bad. We were talking about this earlier. It's a bad left-hand pour, so I got to do the right. It is a terrible left-hand pour. Yeah, you killed the can art on that one. That, but it's a, okay, it's cute can, it's cute can art. That cat looks oh, adorable. You see, but I just killed on the computer because I'm. How you? Oh, geez. Everything is Making ruined. Oh, I gotta get All this. Right. Well, it's not too bad. Not too bad. Anyway, right, free kittens. Berryessa. I mean, Berryessa is a uh, a nice uh, local brewery out of Winters, which is uh, north of Vacaville, if you if you go that far, uh, uh, Bay Area essentially. Uh, and this is a rice lager. They uh, so they, they 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 proudly declare it a rice lager. And uh, heck yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah hold that. It's hold pretty. That can up next to it again. You get the can up. I'm sorry. So like, That's okay. It's good. I want to see. I just, it is. You know, I had. I actually have six choices of because you know I like to do new breweries. Yeah, I know you do. And uh, I figured it's got such a cool name, we'll go for it. You know, I was, I was thinking again when you were when you were talking about that. I will uh, now relinquish the floor. Thank you, guys. Well, I was just thinking about what you were talking about the the, the Stella. Uh, is that you know the AB InBev, of course, is that's what they're made for, and they've been a little bit of oh yeah lately because just a tad. Uh, good segue. Good yeah, segment. yeah, it was. Uh, well, it was because this whole thing. I know we're. I feel we're a little late to the party. Uh, but as soon because that's the thing. It's like when we're on, on hiatus and something beer related comes to the news. I'm like, oh, I wish we could talk about this, but we're still going to talk about it because. Uh, it's true. Yeah, uh, Bud Light got into a little bit of trouble not too long ago. 
Uh, they shouldn't have. Uh, yeah. Because uh, all they were doing was they were supporting a, a, a social media influencer who was promoting their product. And they, they sent this person named uh, Dylan Mulvaney, who happens to be a trans woman. Uh, and uh, Dylan did a, did a wonderful little promotion for them on their uh, uh, Instagram, TikTok, something like that. Yeah. And media, uh, yeah. and it and conservatives lost their fucking minds. Yeah. But but can can I just mention how much I love it when conservatives lose their fucking minds because their their yeah. choice of of taking out their rage just feels fully illogical. Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also feels phony to me. Exactly. Sure yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if 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 you haven't seen this, and I don't want to to to, but like. If I recall, what I was seeing was people getting a pack of Bud Light and then shooting it with a gun. Yeah. And sometimes in the, in the case of uh, Kid Rock, uh, mm-hmm. it seemed he had a couple of, uh, you know, shooters from the, uh, the, what do they, what do they call it? The, uh, what do they call the, 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 this, this place where they think JFK was shot from, from the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I know you're thinking it, Huck, where they're saying, oh, there the were some other shots theory? coming from the, uh. Anyway, grassy knoll. The grassy, the grassy knoll. knoll. Yeah, there, there, yes, I think grassy. there was a grassy knoll next to Kid Rock because if you looked at it, some of those trajectories clearly were not coming from his gun. He was he couldn't shoot yeah. up uh, a big giant target of of beer by himself. He needed a couple of, a couple of uh, uh, assistance on that. Uh, but, in, and they made a they made a beer yeah. can with their image on it. Yeah, and yeah, uh, lovely. And, and lovely. When I, and when I first heard about that, uh, I thought, oh fuck, are we going to have to drink Bud Light now? Uh, but then, of course, right. predictably. Huh. AB and Bev the next day said some shitty things and tried to like, yep. we didn't want to do anything to divide anyone. So completely. Okay, good. I still don't have to drink your shitty beer. Uh, but, but of course, in addition to shooting up their beer, uh, a lot of these conservatives, since they're so dumb, uh, decided to say like, Oh, fuck Bud Light. I'm going to drink Stella now. Of course, made by the same people. <laughs> I'm going to drink Hogarden. <laughs> <laughs> but every like uh, like a lot of them were like I'm drinking Coors Light from now on, and it's like if you look at Coors Light history, they've made rainbow cans, they've made pride yeah. cans, yeah. and it's so it's just like the whole thing is just. And what's sad about it is that this is a minority of people that are that are attacking yeah. her mm-hmm. for drinking these this, this beer, or even promoting the beer, but they get so much publicity for yeah. it. I know. And uh, it's just, it's sad. It's sad because it's a human being, you know, and we're seeing a lot of that right now where we're, where we're, we're demonizing other people yeah. for just being who they are. Yep. And that doesn't and that, fly at the beer Avengers. And then, no. and then AB, and, AB and Bev doesn't even have the fucking balls to say like, what's the big deal? This is a person who, you know, who, they're, they're, yeah, but yeah. Like, oh, we're sorry. We didn't mean to piss anyone off. I mean like, to offend all the yeah. assholes in the world. Ugh, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean it's the number one beer in the country. Yeah. It's the most drank beer in the United States, which probably means most some bought, trans people are beer. drinking it. It would like so, yeah. everybody. Everybody's drinking it. Like I've had a Bud Light in my existence. I'm sure or all you, of us have had some you, Bud Lights in our existence. You had one on this show one time. I oh. did. It was a Bud Light Lime Lime, if I recall. <laughs> Bud Light is still in the title. But yes. So I mean that that's the thing is it is it is everyone's beer because it's the number yeah. one beer. Everyone drinks it except well, you know our craft beer folks. And and like, what's what's so shit. funny? What's what's so funny is that the craft beer industry has traditionally been very accepting of the LGBTQ community, partially because you know there's a lot of drinking there but also because like we get i mean here in in gotham when when june rolls around every brewery puts out their pride beer you know well of course that's isn't that called so many commerce isn't that what it is called it is called rainbow commerce but like to the point of brooklyn breweries created a stonewall beer that is still served at stonewall like you know that then that's and that's a beer that has not gone out of style in terms of you know availability like it's not just let's try and get some queer dollars during june it's like there you know it it, it's it's rainbow commerce sure but like there's a statement there and i can't imagine bud light at this point putting on a rainbow can to try and cash in on the queer dollars there you know or at least they well, will. They will not. Not right now. That when the heat dies down, and they can figure they can make a buck on it. They will. Because uh, that's the yeah. that's the funny thing is like uh, I was listening to Dan Savage talk about this. He was talking, you know, like sure. all these all these crazy people 
are are angry about it now. There have been plenty of of LGBTQIA plus groups who've been complaining about groups who want to seem to glom onto the cause, but not actually really backing it up in other ways. Yeah, uh, exactly. So so no one's happy with the rainbow commerce in some ways, but uh, no. <laughs> Honestly, just just. Just let the queers drink good beer. Like, just, just, just kind of put that out there in the world. I'm sure it will yes. get drunk by by queer people or by allies. Either way, someone will drink your beer. So just make good stuff. Yeah, I would. I would say that that, that Brooklyn is probably a little more sincere about it than AB and Bev. Let's just let's just say that yeah. much. That's that's, that's, say, well, that's very that's fair. If, if, yeah. if your local craft place is doing it, they probably mean it more because really, craft breweries are they care more about their communities than uh, than just making a buck. Absolutely. I mean, every that's that's the capitalism and that's that's how we everybody has to get paid. And when you have a business, you have to make money. But you're right, because uh, craft breweries are usually independently owned. Mm-hmm. And and we just noticed uh, we've seen it in our own places that they can go under. Yeah. Whereas yeah. something like AB and Viv could stop selling Bud Light altogether and they'd still be making buku bucks because they have like eight of the top uh uh uh, like seven or the top let me see i have my list here (laughs) my yellow yellow paper out here oh Oh my god 10 beers one two three four five six out of ten of the top beers in america are ab and bev beers six out of ten and you know what? When the whole thing first came out, I was thinking, should we? Do we have to do a whole show supporting them? And we should all get find whichever one we found most palatable of them. <laughs> and and then when I realized Hell that no. they, as soon as they they dialed back the whole thing, I'm like, okay, yes, fuck AB and Bev is right. Uh, it's like it doesn't doesn't quite ring off the tongue the way fuck founders does. But yeah, uh, well, but we got it. We got it. We got to circle back to that one, okay? Because I okay. was just in. Now I know we just like gave some love to Segways Grand Rapids. Today are crushing it. I know. Also, like, this is a full, like, fuck capitalism, like, episode starting with our Catch-23. This is our like, most political episode And of this all time. even ties into my <laughs> Grand Rapids stuff, too, because that's where I, I know, right. originally from. Exactly. So Founders is a taproom in Grand Rapids. I was recently in Detroit for reasons, and um, I decided I wanted to go to the Detroit taproom for Founders um, because, you know, fuck Founders, but also I'm in, I'm in Detroit. Like, let's... Yeah. Let's see what's up with the beer scene. Founders is an easy one to get to. All that good stuff. So I intended to go there. I looked it up on the Googles and guess what? It was shockingly closed. And so I was like, oh, I feel bad for the tap room. And so I was texting with the captain and I was like, you know, I mean, fuck founders, but also like, I kind of feel bad for the tap room owners. Like, it, you know, the people who work at the tap room, because like it sucks and the beer industry is tough and like we want to support our fellow beer tenders. And then Captain did some research and now I am decidedly back on the fuck founders train. So Captain, do you want to fill us on what is happening well, with founders? Here's the Please. crazy thing. When, I, when I'm looking for like current stuff, the way I do it, I'm sure everyone, this is nothing, I'm like, I'm 55 next week. So this is, I'm amazed. I'm very proud of myself for figuring out how the internet tubes work. Uh, But I I basically, I do a search for founders, but I also click on the news tab because that'll get me the most recent stories about it. Yes. Uh, And, uh, and so that got me the Detroit thing, but like right next to it was that someone has fired, filed yet another racial discrimination suit against them. Like, those those two stories happened within like two days. I did. Good uh, lord. See, uh, we don't. Yeah. See, Not and this is why I... about the story yet, but yeah, that's 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 they're still they they have a brand apparently, and it's racial discrimination. Oh, oh, and we loved founders so much. Uh, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. I used to declare it the best porter in the in the in the world. It was and my go-to the... beer. Yeah. The breakfast out, the the original breakfast out, is yeah. just fantastic. Uh, you know, it's like he, people just get hubris and they think they can do whatever they want, and we can't have nice things. Uh, they go, they are, they, they always take a step too far. You know, Hitler had to invade Russia. You know, oh my god, that was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, he did nothing That's wrong before that, did he, Huck? <laughs> but he could have got away with the rest of it. My oh point. my god. <laughs> I shouldn't have started with Hitler. I should have started lighter. <laughs> well, 
I mean, we, we're just, I mean, we've had references to World War II repeatedly this evening with, oh, with all of our literary stuff, so we're already doing great. We're going to talk about Fair how point. Mussolini made the trains run on time. Oh, God. And, and today, and to this day, they still run on time. Thanks, Benito. <laughs> I, I, I don't. So I, anyway, you guys seen any good movies lately? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me get back to my beard. This is yeah, a very let's, let's talk about the rice lager. They say actually it's 25% puffed jasmine oh. rice. Do you get the jasmine? Uh, I, I, you know, I get there's a nice, there's there's a little bit of a nice mouthfeel. There's like, mm. a, I do get a little bit of the jasmine with the with the mouthfeel for sure. Uh, like the afterfeel. In sure. The mouth. And it's a, it's a delightful lager. And what they say is that it's going to be, it's going to go down smooth. You won't even know it happened. They're right. It's happening. Look at this thing. It's already almost gone. Pretty. Yeah, it is also it is. Beer. It's also like basically translucent. I can see directly through it. I can see everything there. Yeah. I might as well be watching a movie through it. And when we talk about know. rice lagers, like like Stella is yeah. a rice lager, Bud Light is a rice lager. I mean, these are rice lagers get a negative connotation to them, but when a craft brewery does it and they do it purposefully and. And uh, I, I've enjoyed quite a quite a few nice rice lagers. So this is a this is a good one. I'm going to say, good on you, Barryessa, free kittens. You know what? It's also a really great tool. Do for they mean the, free for kittens? Like you're getting free kittens, or is it free Some, kittens? Meaning that they're imprisoned and we need to free them. Free them. <laughs> yes, free the kittens. Well, I don't know. You're the one drinking it. So do you taste? Do you taste? Say? What does that cat say? Is he saying? Oh, he looks pretty happy, actually. Yeah, he looks. He looks uh, what we call high. Huck, we've been getting high. a lot of nice responses from uh, some of the breweries you've been featuring on. It like they they will often reach back on Instagram, and I uh, I don't have that information which breweries those are, but yes. a lot of the ones you've been yes. reaching out to have been reaching back to us. We're really thankful. for Yeah, that. we've had some good responses from our folks uh, at a lot of our breweries. Uh, left hand is one that uh, thank you, left hand. Uh, Reach out, reached out, which was something that you drank, I think, or the or the. Uh, or the... I know. Actually, I don't think I it was me. Wheat Lightning. Wheat Lightning did. It was Wheat Lightning. Yeah. That was your second Hello, yeah. thank you to Wheat Lightning for that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, we've we've had some really nice responses from a, a lot of nice breweries. Yeah. Uh, and I want to let's give them a shout out. Uh, right now. Uh, give me a second to get my Asia. Hudson North Cider re, uh, reached oh, out. We know that's right. Yeah. Thanks for featuring us, which was also a tribute to the lightning. Uh, the lightning. Uh, a half acre beer also uh, reached out and said, "Hey, thanks." Uh, we also heard from uh, Faction Brewing out here in oh, California. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, heck, other half. Oh, yeah. said something. Hey, other That's half. Because right, I had I had that Did they, uh, or other is that half. Just, am I just? No, I had that. I had that other half barrier uh, hybrid last time. The coffee yep, barrier half, yeah. Uh, I'm like actually looking at like uh, uh and single cut. <laughs> well, we had them on the show. Yeah, well, yeah, we had them on the show. So yeah. Uh, well, sense, sense, but sense, but here's the thing: if you're a brewery and you want to reach out, dog to us, said cheers out here. Uh, uh, East Brother Beers uh, mentioned us. In their story, they put us on their story. Yeah. Uh, so that was nice of them. Uh, East Brother, that was one of the beers that I had uh, recently. And uh, yeah, so uh, we've been getting some nice reaction from Strike Brewing out here mm-hmm. in uh, San Jose. Also put us on their story. Um, and uh, uh, City League Coffee, I don't know what they... Oh, Incinerati they're- Brewing right here in... in uh, this is what I'm saying. A lot of the breweries you've been featuring uh, have been very responsive mm-hmm. on there, so we appreciate that. I'm gonna go on a uh, on Saturday. I have a plan to go on the Taps and Trails, no, Taps and Tacos Trail, which is going to be a beer crawl. Ooh, where there's a trolley between oh. the breweries over in what we call Clovis, which I've mentioned before. Yes, um, yes. My friend Erica lives there. Oh, Erica! When are we going to get together with Erica? Um, so um, we're going to do. We're going to go on. Uh, uh, to go to a couple of breweries over there on Saturday. So we're cool. going to enjoy a few of the. Uh, uh, and I actually just op- I just uh, became a good Uber 
customer and oh, uh, you got those five 40 stars off. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm getting like suddenly 40 percent off for a couple of weeks. So Congratulations. take advantage That's of that. Cool. Yeah. No, I was actually going to go downtown tonight to a comedy show uh, and and participate. Oh. And they canceled the show. How dare they? What am I supposed to do now? Now I just have to go out and party? Well, without the comedy? Soldier on. Uh, well, my, I was, my, my spouse is going to be like, you're just going out to party. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. What I'm gonna do. There, yeah. There, there's no late night comedy to be seen. So I guess it makes sense. They're just striking in solidarity. Yeah, maybe. There you go. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like you felt like you're going to stay heard home. It was like a, uh, I heard it was a thing where they were like, I mean, I know very little of what's going on, but they just, they were like something was said at the, at the open mic that was, Oh like, God, I don't know. Offensive to the, the place is actually called Dick's Men's Suits and Shoes, which is weird to begin with. Already, yeah, uh, we're starting. We're starting. Just, open mic. Should we just switch it around and say Men's Dick Suits and Shoes? <laughs> that actually feels appropriate. Yeah, and they just they ended the relationship with the the comedy show. Uh, and I never got a chance to go. Shame. I'm just starting my my second comedy career here in the Frez. Well, I, oh, uh, I was I, I was going to bring up uh, my ex- recent experience with uh, seeing Bo is Afraid because I think that could be an interesting thing. And my and 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 going to the my I've right now, like seven dollar Tuesday movie followed by a place down the street that is five dollar drafts. Uh, oh. But I think I might get into Take that. On a, I think I might get into that on a future show, because in just a couple of days, uh, oh, I'm yes, hosting Stoutapalooza. 2020. Oh, yes. Tell us about what's going to happen there at the Stoutapalooza. Uh, well, for those of you who listen to who've been listening long enough, you you know what Stoutapalooza is. We uh, we try and do this whenever we can, or as long as I can procrastinate cleaning, however, whichever comes first. Uh, this I one, know how dangerous this party is. It this, is. This, is, this uh, is an excellent. <laughs> it's happening uh, four days before uh, I become a former speed limit. Uh, so shout out to Sammy Hagar. Uh, shout out, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so we are going to be, uh, doing our best to empty the captain cellar, all beer vendors who are able to attend is, uh, it's, it's happening Sunday afternoon and, uh, I'm, I'm stressed. I I'm very much looking forward to it, but I always get a little stressed out when I host a party. So I, I, I worry that, uh, you know, I gotta feel like I should clean every day. I should do something. I should get another, mostly I'll just be, be binging that. Like I'm taking a day off from work the day before and just, have it mapping that all out for cleaning and uh, well i have entered your home on non uh party days that's true and so yeah yeah maybe a little yes. little cleaning <laughs> is in order. thank you for that affirmation uh or, <laughs> or for feeding for feeding my anxieties uh, i really Some appreciate sp- that maybe yeah. spruce it up a little bit a little bit um uh, yeah. but uh but the, be, but, but the beer we, will do a lot of the heavy please. lifting as far as sprucing up the environment I it always know. does oh, yeah. it always does yeah well, the, the the issue with Stadapalooza, which it, it shouldn't be an issue. I mean, it is called Stadapalooza. Uh, they're very, they're usually pretty strong beers. They they're are. Bold. I mean, I have a, I have a, lot have a few things in there to cut the edge. Like I got a black walnut dunkel in there. <laughs> There's one black. Well, I remember that uh, uh, Beer Wonder and I at the last was it the last Stadapalooza? Two yeah, it was like February of last year. Yeah. Oh. That's when I lived in New York. Yeah, um, I know. That's why we you were a, here. We had, first of all, we had a great time. Yeah. Oh, it was so much fun. It's always a good time. It was a perpetual blast. It's a blast. Yes. And I hope you guys have a blast too. Um, but I think that Beer Wonder and I were both like, let's try and find something in the fridge that's less than six percent alcohol. And I don't know that we could, if I recall. Well, we no. I think we might have found was, one. We found a lager. There was, we did a, find there a, lager. was a stone IPA, I recall. That was it. Yeah, like, yeah. Those are those are those those fun night, fun afternoon. Oh, but it, yeah, it's it's always a fun time at the uh, Stadapalooza, and I hope well, you have a great. Do you, do you think you got a good crew coming? I mean, you got the beer wonders. Well, going. I got them out. Uh, I always have to be careful. Like, I want to over invite, but I don't want to under invite. So uh, I think there are about sixteen people always on the guest invite. list. Sixteen, and oh, uh, and and, uh, and so hopefully, well, I mean, eighteen if you include you and Cider Girl. But I know you're not coming, so <laughs> we're not gonna be there. No, um, but, but I, 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 I last... wouldn't feel right not inviting you. Last out of Palooza, we had the uh, Night Runner was there. Yes. Oh yeah, uh, he's he's he's, he's coming. Uh, his lovely uh, partner, spouse, uh, partner, partner, 
and yes. and their friend. There were three of them, and I don't think any of them. At least they were doing like dry February. Well, the two of them were. I don't. It was good of them to come. Yeah, yeah. It was great company with them, but they didn't. Yeah. They were not indulging. Yes, which meant that we had to do extra work. Just right. you know. <laughs> We did. So yeah, they will be coming to this Cider one. I don't. Sort of they're not doing. Out of there. Yeah, they're not doing yeah. a dry May. So I think we're we're doing all right. They're good. They good. Well, well and funny, I understand it, that um uh that uh Globe Hopper will be joining. Yes, he oh, wasn't able to good. join last yeah. year. He's a good drinker. He and yeah, Cider will both be here. Maybe I'll find some cider to put in the refrigerator for her. We'll probably have well, to they, come up with a few ciders. They're also going to bring some, from what I understand. What and I who knows, tell, what uh, I if, if we're nice is, to him, he'll bring us some of his own brewed beer. So. Yes, that oh, that's right. Exciting. That's right. Well, you want to have the huckster there, so you guys got to work extra hard over there. So. True. Yes, Very yes. true. We're, uh, we will do our best to live up to your expectations. Sorry, you were saying, what you always tell people is? Oh, I always say, like, uh, you don't have to bring anything, but if you want to bring anything, anything you would like to be at the party that isn't stout, uh, would, would probably be the, the best rule of thumb there. So yes. if but if you bring us down, that's okay too. If we have some beer vengers out there that are in the city, are they invited or uh I, I, I they can contact you? Uh sure and how they can, can we reach out to how can we reach out to beer vent the well, beer? Well by vengers? the time this airs, it will be over. So we'll be getting right. a report. But, but you point. can you can still ask. Yeah, you can we put you on the yeah. list for the next one. Uh yeah, you can reach out to us at, at the Beer Vengers, uh Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, and, uh, or, or you can TikTok. email us. Oh yes. TikTok. That's right. Uh, I, I don't think we put anything on. Have you put anything on there recently? Oh yeah. Oh, we're actually getting really get good views. Yeah. We got lots of views on there. Uh, we are talk is like, real. Like 800 views on some of our videos. It's pretty remarkable. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and, and yeah, we're, uh, and so, and you can find us there. And of course, if you're listening, you know where to find our podcast. It's wherever you get your podcasts because that's how you heard us right now. So tell your friends about yeah. that. Uh, and uh, if you want to email us, that's thebeervengers at gmail.com. Anything else Gmail. we need to talk about? Gmail. Gmail. I tell you, this has been, I think this has probably been our best episode. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, well, we not, uh, hyperbolizing at all. Yeah. No, I, this is one, this is one of the good ones. Is that a word? Hyperbolizing? I like that. That is a word. That is a word. But, uh. What is it? Okay, great. Well, I, I see you're clutching the new uke, Hawk. Oh, yes, it's a new uke. It's, uh, I can it's hear it. It's a Takamini. It is that new uke, new uke smell. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back soon to report on Stoutapalooza, or at least whatever we can remember. We, we actually check check our f- socials. We might be putting a few updates on it about. We there. probably we, uh, there, we might even go live. We might well, even go live. Happen. It could happen. It I'm could expecting happen. a live. Yeah. yeah, and well, who knows? Maybe we'll have you zoom in to to address the crowd. Uh, oh, that's fun. That's a fun idea. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Huck, play us out if you would. With a beer, 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 Avengers, beer, beer, beer. Beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers.